Hello, hello, and welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. This is episode two, and the title of this episode is Leading with Passion. So as most of you are aware of, my Instagram handle is I Lead with Passion. Before that, it was teachism. That was when I was a teacher in the classroom, but when I did the transition from a classroom teacher to assistant principal October of last year I did some brainstorming and I really wanted my social media to reflect how I lead right we all have our own leadership styles whether you are a school leader or a leader in in a different type of um, organization um, I mean even teachers are leaders, right? That will be a, um, something that we will touch a little bit on as well in this episode, and possibly I will go more in depth in a different in another episode. Teachers are leaders as well, and they need to realize that, right? They are leading their class, they are leading their students. But to go back to leading with passion, I wanted it. I wanted my handle um, on social media to reflect my leadership style. And I did a little bit of brainstorming for some time. I jotted down a few different names. I asked people for suggestions um, based on what they know about me and my leadership styles and my um, mentoring when, well, when I was a mentor and when I was a teacher in the classroom. So I came up with I Lead With Passion and this episode is going to dive a little bit more into that. What does that mean to lead with passion and how does that look? So leading with passion, um, you have to understand that you are leading with your heart. Of course, you're making decisions with your mind, right? You want to be very logical as well, but a majority of what you do and how you, how you do it and how you move and the decisions you make are motivated by the passion you have for your job. I'm very passionate about my job and you will hear it in my tone. You can see it on um, my social media platforms, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. I am on there. I share tons of things for teachers, for aspiring school leaders. I am very supportive. Um, I do things just out the kindness of my heart. I do things because I am passionate <laughs> about this topic, about this field. And I I get pleasure from helping others. I don't need a paycheck to do it. Of course, I do need a paycheck realistically to pay my bills and to live and to survive and to eat and to feed my kids. But you understand what I'm saying. Um, I Like I mentioned in the previous episode, I created a teacher boot camp. It was free of charge. Um, I, I assisted in writing a substitute teacher handbook, guidebook, and that was free. I uh, put together a digital portfolio workshop for teachers and aspiring school leaders, and that was free. I put together this podcast, and obviously it is free. I share my knowledge and wisdom um, based 
just based on the experiences I've had through trial and error as well. And I share that on my social media platforms on Instagram. I used to do tons of lives for teachers, providing different types of um, support, tips and strategies for classroom management, for differentiation, for lesson planning. Um, Because again, I, I have a passion for this. Um, it might sound repetitive, but that is the name, the title of this podcast leading with, sorry, not this podcast, this episode. And also I just wanted to touch, um, a little bit on my style, the podcast style I'm going to be taking on. Um, I will have guest speakers, uh, some episodes, it would just be, um, the guests speaking and sharing their wisdom and knowledge with the audience. Um, might do some interviewing Q&A type formats I also um, I am not going to edit my my post when I first did episode one I it was just me trying it out I put the microphone on I just pressed record and just started speaking and I think that not editing my posts make it more real you know i want you my audience to know how real i am when it comes to this topic um, in this field uh, so my posts are going to be raw they're going to be unedited um, and it's going to be real it's just going to be me talking to you guys me sharing things me laughing by myself because i'm literally sitting at home on my bed I was watching uh, Suits on Peacock and I just paused it and I have my laptop open to the topics that I have written down for the podcast and I have some music in the background that you po- you might possibly hear. You might even hear some sawing that's happening outside my window because they've been doing construction out there for God knows how long. But I just want you to really... understands where I'm coming from, my intentions, and I think the best way for you to see that and to know that I'm being genuine, that you can trust that I am doing this just from the kindness of my heart is being is a very selfless act as if I am just very raw and real about it and authentic and just leave all the errors and mistakes in there. Like I was talking to my sister earlier, she said, nothing's a mistake. You are supposed to say, you say what you're supposed to say. This podcast came about because it was supposed to come about. These topics, there's no coincidence, right? Everything happens for a reason. So I'm going to allow you to take this podcast for whatever it is. I My goal is for you to gain something from it, for it to be beneficial to you in your life. In whatever field you're in, right? My sister is not in education, and um, she said I can use this in my job because you know it's leadership. Again, like I said, you don't need to be in education to benefit from this podcast. You can take something from it. Maybe a leadership style, a tip, advice, a strategy, a technique, something that you might be able to implement in your job. And again, it doesn't need to be in education. It can even be as simple as leading your household, right? So whatever you want to take from it, and my goal is that you take something from it, or you just enjoy listening to my voice. <laughs> so, and yeah, that's going to happen a lot. I laugh at myself. I joke a lot. You, my tone is going to change. My 
voice is going to change. My accent changes sometimes. I never noticed it until I re- I recorded myself and then I listened to it. And I was like, what? I sound, I sound so different. Um, my, t- my voice goes high pitch, low pitch, whatever, whatever. Um, and um, like my sister mentioned to me earlier after she listened to it, she, you know, she knows me growing up. I have, you know, like she knows me outside of the classroom, outside of the school, you know, not professional. And she said there were certain things I said where you could pick up me. Right. And I'm still me, even as a school leader. But of course, I have to carry myself a certain way when I'm in the classroom. I have to carry myself a certain way. Right. We are um, a representation of that school. We are there to be um a role model and a guide for our students and for teachers and our employees. So we have to carry ourselves a certain way. But when she said that, that made me think of always stay true to yourself, right? Always stay true to yourself and always allow who you are to reflect in how you carry yourself throughout the day. Be you. That's what people need to see. They need to see the silliness, the goofiness, the clumsiness if that's you know if that's what you are um they need they need to know that you're human right so i think leading with passion um was the perfect name for my social media because you can sense my passion and in in all the posts and i hope you can sense that if not let me know and i will make some changes (laughs) so um I was very passionate about being in the classroom and um, I am very passionate about being a school leader and I did I did worry I was a little nervous that I was gonna get so caught up in the politics the the papers uh, paper pushing and all that other stuff that I was gonna lose the passion I had for education Um, and I think I mentioned that in episode one so I won't go too deep into that but it didn't go away it actually grew stronger and I'm so so happy for that because I'm able to provide support on a grander scale right not just in the classroom like I said before just to my students but to this to this whole school community to the guidance counselors to the social workers to the school staff paraprofessionals speech therapists occupational therapists the classroom teachers um student teachers everyone and it feels great that I can I can do that even feels better when they come to me and they they acknowledge the support and the help that I've given them. So um, how do we lead with passion, right? I think we have to um, stay true to our why, um, stay true to who we are, stay true to why we became, we, we went into um, the educational field or became a school leader, right? And I think that would help you um, in your journey of being passionate for your job and letting others letting others see that you are um, passionate about your job Um, and and it shows you know people are watching you especially if you're a school leader people are watching you You might think they're not but they are the way you carry yourself the way you talk the way you are receptive to what they say your facial expressions uh, the the clothing you wear down to down to your shoes and your nail polish okay and trust me kids are extremely observant of those things so you have to be very mindful of that and i mean 
you have to stay true to yourself, but you also have to, you again, you're a represent, representation of the school, so you want to carry yourself a certain way. But your passion is is visible or not visible. And if it's not visible, um, I hope that you can eventually get back to the, the reason why and remember the reason why you went into this field and you can gain that passion back. Just think about what what drove you to go into this job, right? Because like I said in episode one, this is not a self-serving position. This is a selfless position. This is a servant position. You are serving your community. You are serving the students. You are serving the teachers. It is, this is not about you. And yes, you, you can get satisfaction. I get satisfaction every day in doing that. But if you are there to get something else from it, or for you to get this other type of satisfaction that's just, I don't know, to make you feel better about yourself, um, that's, you're, it, it's not a good look. It really isn't. And it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. It's going to show. It's going to reflect in your teaching or your lack of. It's going to show in the students that are suffering and they're not learning. They're not engaged. They are bored. And we, we, we know we need to engage our students. We need to keep them entertained so when you are leading you have to make sure when you are leading with passion I mean um, in the classroom or on a grander scale like a school leader you want to make sure that your passion is you can see your passion you can feel your passion and others who are you who you come in contact with they should get a little bit of that passion in, in the conversations they have with you. I, I lead with passion because I am passionate about what I do. And um, I show that in many ways. I take the time to get to know all the staff members, have conversations with the staff members, and not only about their teaching or their classroom. You know, it can be as simple as how was your weekend how are you doing giving them a compliment about their outfit their hairstyle having a small small conversation about how you know like how they're feeling and genuinely caring not just saying hey how are you and just walking away because you know that's what we do out here in new york (laughs) um it's not really an invitation for a conversation and um but switch that up you know try to have a conversation with someone you know like generally take the time to Show that you care, you know, that is going to go such a long way and they're going to appreciate that, you know, um, and that's going to show that you genuinely care about them. You are there for the right reason, that you're trying to build relationships with them, that you're trying to gain their trust, right? You, you, you don't want to look like you're annoyed and bothered when you go into classrooms. You don't want to look like you're annoyed or you're, ready, you're out there to get somebody in trouble, try to catch them doing something they're not supposed to do, right? We don't, we don't want to come off like that. That doesn't show your passion at all. You know, it's in a field like this, you have to be able to keep your personal things set aside. And I mention this because I know sometimes it's hard for people to put on a mask, right? Or a shield and to smile and to pretend when they're having their personal issues. But our kids don't deserve that. 
school, you know, school staff doesn't deserve your attitude or your bitterness because you're dealing with something. I get this. Some, sometimes it's difficult for you to se- separate the two, but it's very important. It's very important because a school community has to be like a village working together, right? I when when I became a school leader, well, when I started the process, I started thinking of my philosophy and my beliefs, right? And I and I even have this on my resume. A school is like a machine, right? A machine has many different parts. And 90% or more out of a uh, you know, out of a hundred, I mean, out of, you know, 90% of the time or more than that, a machine cannot really function if a piece or two is missing, right? So look at the school as a, as, as a machine, as a whole system working together and it has to function. The only way it can function properly is if all the pieces are working together. The pieces are you, the pieces are the teachers, the, pe- the pieces are the, the school aides, the pieces are the secretaries in the office, right? Everybody that's in that school building is part of that machine and part of that system. And in order for it to properly function, everyone needs to be working together, right? How are you going to work together if you, you don't have these relationships with people? How are you going to work together when you come to work with an attitude, you come to work bitter, you, and it comes off as reflected in how you move and how you talk to people, how you treat people? That system is going to, is going to break. It's broken. It's not working. You got the batteries in there. You got the pieces where they're supposed to be, but they're not working together. So, you know, think of that when you are going into your job. Think about that when you're going into your class. Think about that when you're leaving your home. Leave whatever's going on at home at home. Close that door behind you and say, I am heading to my job. I'm heading to this place where I am needed. I am wanted. Um, My students depend on me. My co-teacher depends on me. Everyone is depending on me to be part of this community, to be part of this system, to be part of this machine so that we can work and keep going and keep going and create whatever we need to create, whatever this machine creates, right? Creates brilliant minds and future educators and future um, CEOs and doctors and lawyers, all that good stuff, right? So let's try to think of it like that. So, you know, I, I just take the time to listen. I, I reassure teachers when I go into the classroom that I am not here to catch you doing something you're not supposed to do. I come into your classroom because I love being in the classroom. I miss being in the classroom. I've had this conversation last year because there was some talk about me um, being in the classroom way too much and they think that I was out because, you know, I was new. So what they were still trying to get a feel for me. And just like they were trying to get a feel for me, I'm trying to get a feel for them. And these were conversations I had to have with teachers and just to let them know, like, I'm not in your classroom because I'm trying to catch you doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. I'm in your classroom because I love being in the classroom. I miss being in the classroom. I want to get to know the students in this school. I want to get to know you. I want to know. I want to become more familiar with the curriculum and the systems and what and what goes on in the classrooms. And this is why I'm in the classrooms. And. I would constantly have to, you know, just have these conversations with teachers to, to, so they can gain my trust. And I get that. I was a new administrator in that school. So just being gentle, being kind, being understanding, trying to be in that educator's shoes. I was a teacher before, so I know what it is to be in a classroom and an administrator to come in, how nerve-wracking it can be. And I don't want teachers to feel like that because I know how it interrupts 
your flow of your lesson. It might make you nervous and you might forget a piece. And again, our students suffer because of that. And we need to remember, we, we're there for the students. We're there for them. So I, I just have these conversations with teachers. I, you know, I speak to them after the class. If I was in there for like a little, you know, check-in or, or observation or just a walkthrough, you know, I let them know. And I'll send them like a quick little email. Thank you for opening your classroom to me. I loved how you did X, Y, and Z. Um, let's discuss moving forward how you can, you know, do this, blah, 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 whatever. Or I'll have that conversation in person. But it's, it's, it takes time to build that with people and it takes time for for staff in a building that they don't know you in, right? You, you're brand new to the school to, to really see what your intentions are and to see what type of leader you are. And I think with my approach with being um, very friendly and being open and um, being very compassionate, and just reassuring them there that I'm there for them. I am there for them. I let them know I was in the classroom before. I know what it is. I am there for you. I'm there to support you because if you are an effective teacher, then the students are learning. They're engaged and they're 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 come they're learning. They're learning. That's the bottom line. They are learning and they want to learn, right? So that's what we're there for. And I have to just remind teachers. Um, and I feel like. I think by the end of the year, teachers did get a, they, they, they started seeing, they, they believed me, right? They seen that I was um, genuine. I was true to my word. I stuck to my word. I really tried my best to be as supportive as, as, as possible. Again, being a new ed, um, administrator, I didn't know everything. And I accepted that. And I told them, told them that it was times where I couldn't answer questions. And I said, I am not sure. I'll get back to you. But I think it's important that you lead with passion. Um, that is my leadership style. Um, I am a servant leader. I know I am there for the sole purpose of supporting staff so that they can better support students. I'm there to, to build a sense of community and build bridges between the parents and the community, um, the parents, the community, and with the school, with teachers, with the students, with everyone together. Um, so that is how I lead with passion and I, um, I made a commitment. I made a promise to be committed to continue to lead with passion. And if at any point I started questioning what I am doing or at any point I didn't feel that passion that I, I've always had for my, my job, then to really sit and reflect and ask myself those questions. Is this where I need to be? Is this where I should be? Am I still providing that support and providing what educators need, what the school needs, right? Um, I wake up every day looking forward to going to school. Yeah, sometimes I get tired, let's keep it real, right? Working long hours, being a mom, taking care of home, my cats, you know, all that good stuff, you'll get tired. It's, it's, you're human. And um, we're going to have an episode later on down the line about self-care. And I know a lot of people here self-care this, self-care that. And I have an amazing person um, that's very knowledgeable on wellness. She actually um, did a segment for our teacher boot camp. And I'm excited for that. 
Um, but a lot of people overlook it. And again, a lot of people don't even really know the true definition of self-care. They think, oh, I'm going to go get my nails done and, I, and I'm that's self-care. It's technically you have to do a lot more than that, right? It's a, a mental reset, recharge body. You have to reset your body. It's a whole thing. Your whole system is involved. Your whole body's involved. And um, it's important. So yes, going back to just being tired, um, of course, there's some days I'm just like, okay, I want to sleep in. Fine, that happens, especially towards the end of the year, you know, you're tired, you're ready for vacation, you're ready for being in your pajamas all day and just chilling. But I wake up wanting to go to work. I look forward right now to go back to school. I'm excited to see the kids, to see the teachers, just to get back into that routine um, of being in the, in the school building and I just feel that any time that I wake up and I don't feel that is when I'm gonna have to reflect because I want my passion to shine out there and reflect in everything I do and how I move and how I lead so um, you have to think about that if you are in the field of education or any field you're in you should have passion in what you do. And it's never too late. There's so many people that start over and start new careers and, and new seasons, seasons of their life. And it's possible. Don't limit yourself. Don't be miserable in what you do. That's the bottom line. You should have passion in what you do. And I'm going to wrap it up right there because I don't want to take any, any more of your time. Um, thank you for tuning in. And just to wrap that all up, you should find passion in what you do. You are a leader in no matter what capacity you're in, no matter what job you have, you are a leader. You should practice those leadership, those leadership skills, figure out your leadership style, and sit there and reflect. Are you passionate about your job? And if you're not, figure out why. Why are you not passionate anymore? What happened along the line that that your passion um, decreased or it shifts? Maybe it's time for a career change. But be well, be safe, and have a blessed day.